There we go. That's a little better. Uh, okay, so you just finished fourth, and you've basically placed never outside of the top five. You're like super consistent your entire career. I mean, early on, yeah, you had a, you yeah. had a year out there and then a year not qualifying, but in the sort of modern catcher, right? <laughs> um, but this year things have been a little bit different, mm -hmm. and you've kept that consistency over the past few years of performance, even through all the changes this year. What yeah. do you think it was that sort of added um, to your like resiliency and being able to deal with those changes coming into this year? Um, I think a huge part in resiliency is is failures. You know, I have had those big setbacks, and I have failed multiple times, and. Um, like some of my earliest failures, it's just like I wasn't great at gymnastics and I would always fall flat on my face. Um, but I would stand up and I'd try again and I'd like I had friends that would just kinda like land on their feet, but I was like on my head and I'd try a new trick and on my head again and then like maybe I'll land on my feet and fall and then like finally you'd get it. And I just like early on learned like if I fall, I stand up and I try again. Um, and I think that having that big failure in 2014 and not making the games was the biggest game changer for me. And I think that really made me dig so much deeper, not just go through the motions, but truly give everything that I have and truly ask myself, like, how bad do I want this and what am I willing to do for this? Um, and then through that, um, starting working with my coach, Ben Bergeron, that has been a game changer for my mindset and how I see things and perspectives and, um, and just going through games is a, is a, it's a long week um, and just keeping that clear head so I just think that um, just knowing like why you do this and um, what we focus on and whatnot um, and I truly love what I do I don't see this as like I'm never like like I'm good right now I am still where after the games my body is healthy I'm good I wasn't like I was sad that game training was over like I'm not like ready to take a break so it's it's this continuous journey and um i probably way off ramble but no it's totally yeah. fine yeah. that's totally cool you know it's it's funny you should say you're not ready to like give up the games training because yeah. honestly we don't have that big of a break uh, the, oh yeah, like right yeah. Around which the is actually wait but like yeah. i hate i'm sure you're season. so ready for now, that right now yeah. like and more so than ever this year i have um i have no injuries i'm healthier than ever i'm not beat up after the games I'm not mentally tired um I will take a couple weeks that are off I just think that's very important after every season um but I'm so ready to keep moving and I just feel like I'm on this like it's not like an end of a year and like you stop and you gotta work your way but like I just feel like I'm on this like I'm just gonna keep going and keep building on what we have been doing for the past couple years there was so I've had I've watched the CrossFit Games since like 2009. So ah. like I've seen a lot of CrossFit yeah. Games, and uh, there are a few moments that stand out. And I had one this year that was a really interesting moment, and it was you during that the two couplets workout, the assault bike toes to ring, and then the, the bird beater. <laughs> you you went out there, and there was kind of like this like focus. It was just, you kind of snapped into place, and the moment you took the lead from the get-go, you just did not let go of it. <laughs> uh, obviously, that's kind of like your MO, like mm -hmm. that type of workout and just grunt work and getting through it is is really what you excel mm -hmm. at. Especially we've seen the overhead squats show up at the games before yeah. in the past that you've really crushed those things. But how is it that, you know, being in a situation like that, every point matters, you're able to kind of tune out 
other athletes' performances, the crowd, like it, it really felt like you were in this tunnel of just your performance. I was very much in the zone and I was very much just, the last thing that Ben told me before I took the floor, it was, this is what we do. And what it means by that is like, we pride ourselves in working so freaking hard every single day. And I really, like we do a lot of intervals that are like three, four or five minutes, um, recover and do it all over again or hill sprints and I'm not like saving myself for the next hill sprint it's just because I have three sprints doesn't mean that I'm not gonna go hard on the first one to make sure I can go the third I'm gonna go as hard as I can and then I'm gonna trust that I can recover and go again and maybe I can't but then at least I learned where that red line is and that one I just I took it like it was 30 calories and I was gonna go as hard as I can without redlining but go really hard and trust that I would recover on the total bar do it again on the 20 and I just went out hard and held on and honestly in my head I was like <laughs> I was like the faster I go the sooner I'll be done and the more re recovery I'll get but I just went out hard and trusted that I would recover and those kinds of interval workouts like no I'm not okay when we start the second one and I think a lot of people might panic being like oh shit like I'm not ready but you still give it everything. However you feel, like my legs were like jelly, I'm still gonna go out hard, I'm still gonna fight. And at that point, I had nothing to lose. I had nothing to lose and everything to gain and I was there to fight. And I think, I don't know, I performed very well in those, um, in those kind of situations. Like I, I almost wish that I could be in that kind of, that kind of like, I don't know. Kind of like it's a like my back's up against the wall. Yeah, like that you know? corner, just back against the wall. Like gotta get for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's when I performed really well. I I need to figure out a way to do that all weekend from the get go. Yeah. But, um, but that was a super cool event. And the thing about like intervals, it's one of my favorites is the time between intervals. Like I like seeing how people carry themselves. You can you can tell by body language like what they are thinking. Um, and I kind of like it. It's like. Who can stand tall and who can be, even when they're not ready, who's still ready? Yeah. Mm. This this weekend, I feel like, probably tested that maybe more than a lot of other weekends would have. Like, especially that ability to focus. Because, mm -hmm. you know, you have two really close teammates in Brooke and Cole. They both just, like, centimeters missed yeah. out on making that top ten yeah. cut. You know, how can, how did you sort of... In a way, as an athlete, you you kind of can't take a moment to like. Do you know that you're the first that, one that asked but... me that? Oh really? That was such a big part of the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That was um, Saturday, or was it Friday? I can't even remember what day it was. But that was the most mentally taxing day of yeah. the CrossFit Games. It was so everyone knew it was going to be cutting down to ten, and that's such a big and harsh cut, and. The tension was so much. No one's looking anyone in the eyes. It's like everyone's trying to do their own thing. They know it's going to happen. They know it's going to be a hardest cut. And then all these amazing athletes, and I know everyone's worked hard, and but like Cole, Brooke, and Annie, they're probably the ones that are the closest to me. I see firsthand. I train them all the time. I know how hard they work. I know how good they are. I know how dedicated they are. This is their life. Um, and to see their CrossFit games, it's, um, it's heartbreaking and I really, really feel for them. But at the same time, it's like, I can't be doing that. I have an event to go and I have to focus. So it was like, as much as like, I'm focusing on me and I didn't know if I'd made the cut 
I was on the outside looking in mm -hmm. before that cut and a sprint event shows up and that's that's not my events and those are typically not events that I place top 10 in. I had to run for my life and coming off of that f the first sprint, I sat down and that could have been the last time I took the floor at the 2019 CrossFit Games and that was the most nervous I've when he I couldn't believe when he called my name I honestly couldn't believe it I wasn't sure that I'd done enough um and I took that 10th spot and I was able I got another shot to run for my life and I improved my time again and my placing and I made it to the top 10 um so that for my sake was that was a huge like stress and then like a release or relief and then like Annie and Brooke get cut and Cole and it was just like it's this whole like you want to be going on a roller coaster but mm -hmm. you have to just put your head down and focus and I think it's interesting you say that because as like a friend and training partner you you want to like stop and like grieve almost I, for I the weekend cry with them. yeah yeah but at the same time, with the way that the events were laid out, you had yeah. no time. It was like you had, no you had an hour that. to rest, they got briefed on the next event, and you're going right up again. Yeah. And so. it, it's, I think everybody probably underestimated how psychologically taxing yeah. those cuts would be. Because just even, I was watching those early cuts when they would gather everybody up together. And they'd call it each And it was like name. shell yeah. shock. Like just the athletes' faces as their names weren't getting yeah. co uh, called out was, it was re it was really savage. It yeah. was really savage. I think especially this year, like with the season being so different and like a lot of people have known since February, March, January that they're going to the CrossFit Games. Like they've had their tickets, and there's been so much build up. Like you're going to the CrossFit Games, you're training, you're training, you're training, you're training. And, and you feel like you're reaching the peak of your fitness and you're you're so excited and you get so nervous and finally the CrossFit Games are here and then BAM! It's over. You know, you've already yeah. got here. Yeah, it's... you get like two workouts and mm -hmm. suddenly you're just like kind of standing around trying harsh. to figure out what happened. Yeah. yeah. At the same time, it's like at the end of it, you look at the format and you're like, okay, it's really cool to have only 10 people. I think there were, I think there were more possibilities than what happened. Like I think with only being 10 left, I think there, and it's only one heat, I think there could have been so many more workouts and there could have been done so much more each day. Like, I couldn't believe it when we got let go. I was like, it's four o'clock and we're done. Like on a Saturday, the CrossFit Games, like that's never happened. So I don't understand that there wasn't, they didn't take more advantage of that. So I think that that, that could be cool. Um, but I also think like, I think the cut was in a weird spot. Um, I think I think it's going in a very cool direction, but I think they're, and I'm sure that they'll look back at it and see like, you know, where should the cuts be made? Like, should it be in the middle of the day or should it be the end of day? Um, so there are lots of little things like that, but um, so there's there was lots of good, there was lots of shock, there was lots of things that can be improved, but I'm sure like, that's like that every single year, just as I can go back and look at my own performance and training throughout the whole year and there's, you know, we learn. Yeah. I want to almost touch on like the the roller coaster of your career because mm -hmm. you've participated in arguably like three different eras of CrossFit. Like there was the pre-2015, 2014, that time like yeah. early on when it was like a ton of regionals all over the place and then there's what like uh, some people call the Katrin era, which is uh -huh. like when the modern like super regionals started taking place. And now it's like this sanctionals era, right? Yeah. 
So you have a really interesting perspective in that you've competed at a really high level in mm. each of these spots, right? And what do the changes in this season kind of signify for you in terms of like where the sport is going? Yeah, um, I think I'm just as excited as you are to find out. Yeah. And I still don't like, I still haven't had time to even really sit down and like look at the events, look at the performances, like like look at what does the, the point spread, like the, the how that changes, like how did that affect? How does that affect like does the start or the end matter more? Like I, I have to like look at it and figure it out. So I still haven't even completely processed that, but um, all season long I really have not been thinking about it. Like a, the only thing I've been focusing on is the same as every time before is that I go to the gym and I try and prove everything that I'm trying to do and do that as well as I can. And when I show up at the CrossFit Games, regardless of how many competitors there are or what the point spread is or, or the point system for that event, um, I go out on the floor and I go get every single point that I can. I'm not going to go out and win, it, win every event, but I'm going to fight for every single point regardless of where we are in the weekend. Um, so that was really what I focused on. Um, so yeah, I still don't know the significance or the meaning of it, but that's that's what kept my head clear and what kept me like focused on what I could control. So we're we're here at a bookstore uh, for you to do kind of like a reading and a signing of your book, mm -hmm. which Rory and you guys wrote together. Tell me a little bit about the book. Wow. Um, so this has been We've been writing this since 2015, so it's been four years, and for so it's been a roller coaster. It's been like so excited about this and be like freaking out about this, like this is the right thing. Like we've scrapped two whole books, like third time's a charm. So it's been like for so long, it's been like this idea. It's been like, all right, we're writing this book. Like how is it gonna come together? And like we now have this final copy. Like a, we have a hard copy of our book, and it's our story. Um, so it still kind of seems so surreal. And I walked in here and our, our book is there, like in a bookstore. Yeah, there's store. like piles of them yeah. for people to like buy I, and I'm stuff. Like, yeah. like what? Yeah. Like it doesn't like, like I have a book, like other people have books, like grown up people have books, yeah. like who writes a book? So that's still like, I'm still kind of like, wow. Like that's kind of crazy. And like all weekend long, people are like handing me my book. Like, like can you sign it? I'm like, that's crazy. Um, so one of the things that I was like, so we started writing it and we wanted to publish it before the 2017 games, which I'm, I think things happen for a reason and you are where you're supposed to be and we were not ready to publish a book <laughs> right there and then. So it kept being like pushed off and whenever the game season starts, I'm like, no, right, we can't work on it right now. Whenever the game starts, I'd be like, all right, like, let's pick this up again. And, and some of it never came together until now. And it's we needed the 2017 and 2018 years in there too. And... I didn't want it to be like, oh, and you know, blah, 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 like wins 2015, she wins again, and the end. Like, it's not my story. And I learned so much in 2017 being one of my hardest years. Um, and 2018, it's like, I'm so proud of that year. And I, and even like having written a book, it's like, people were like, oh, so like, so this is it. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, and I did not want that. There isn't mm -hmm. an ending to this. And I was like, how do you, it's just my journey so far and what I've learned and, and what I've gone through. Um, and I really did not want there to be an ending to it. It's like, all right, how do you end a book? But there isn't an ending because I'm still going and I'm still learning and there's so much left and there's so much left to my story. Um, but I'm really happy with how it, how it came out. And I even like, 
you know, we finished it and all the on the manuscript and I went through like every single word editing and we finished that and like it's a book. And then there was a couple months and suddenly like, oh my gosh, it's almost out and I was like suddenly like, Oh shit, like like we're we're gonna publish a book yeah. and and um I decided this summer that I wanna do the audiobook myself. Like both it's just I wanted to come from me, like I wanted to be my like my feelings and how my tone of voice is. Um and it was so good for me to read it again. I was just number one, I was I was proud of the work that we did and there were so many things in there. It's so crazy. I was like learning from myself again. Like we had some lessons and, and perspectives and that was really good for me this summer to like like sit down and read. So speaking of you know the the chapter the book is not the end right mm -hmm. the, the last chapter isn't really the last chapter is just closing off that book. yeah what do you see you know coming up for you like in this season upcoming seasons like you're still in your prime you've still got lots of years of competitive exercise <laughs> yes you want it so yeah what does that look like for you in the future um coming into this year's games i honestly felt the best i've ever felt um my head was in and is I mean we're day out it is in the best space that it's been in um, it's very clear um, I'm the healthiest I've ever been the strongest I felt ridiculously fit it's like I was very happy with what we did this year I'm very proud of our approach and it took a lot of patience and there was a lot of you know there were setbacks and it was patient and trusting that things would come together at the right time um, so I am really proud of that I, I don't feel like I completely got to show that, um, but that's that's the game, you know, and that's the sport I'm in. And but that doesn't take away the pride that we can walk away with from this from this year. And um, but coming out of the games, I'm just like I'm so I'm I'm like fired up. I feel so good. Like I'm not beat up. I'm not I'm not mentally tired. I wasn't like like I said I wasn't waiting for it to be over. And I feel so ready to continue to build. I don't need a big downfall or like, I'm not in a huge like, I don't have any injuries that I need to take care of. I just, I feel really good. I don't feel really excited to like keep, we really filled in my holes this year. Besides the muscles, which is like a lot <laughs> One year, we'll get those. We've been working for so many years. I'm like, I know, I, read, not, I was reading Ben's book and Ben was talking about I the muscles. I haven't but... worked on them, I promise. You know when you, people show up and they're bad at things like year after year after year, you're like, yeah, like maybe one of these years you'll work on them. I'm like, I have worked so hard on muscle ups and I, it, it hasn't come together yet. It will, but everything else, like I felt like we were taking so many steps forward. Um, but I was like, there's still, I can still get stronger, and I can still get faster in water, I can still get better at my clean, even though like, I'm so happy with that clean, but like, I can still see so many improvements. Um, so I'm just like really excited to build upon that. And I'm, now I had injuries coming out of last year, so didn't have a full year of training, and I have a full year now. And I am so excited about training, what we're about to do, and I'm a little crazy about numbers, and I love 2020, so it's gonna be a good year. <laughs> Are um, you, do you have an idea of what sanctioned events you want to sort of like target or have you not even thought about um, No, I, of course I think about it, but um, I can't make any decision. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna ride this fitness that I'm on right now. So instead of taking like, normally we would, you know, take a big like, we did not like a, 
not like a dip, but like I'd stop training and maybe yeah. like start like squatting and slowly get back into training. I'm gonna keep my fitness more this year, um, which I've, I'm in a great spot to do right now. Um, ride that wave into the open. So I'm gonna keep that and hit the open hard. Um, and I think once we have that, um, then we can make a decision like, hopefully I will have made the games. And then you have more leisure room to play around with. Um, and the open matters a lot. We saw that it was like at the seating was based on the open first. Um, so that will be the most important thing. Um, and then from there, I do think it is important to compete in the year. Like it's not enough to be competing once a year. And we saw that especially like it, you don't have 12 or 15 or however many events. Like there were not many events this year. There were 12 total. Um, not everyone got 12 events to fight. And I still feel so lucky that I got to show up on Saturday and Sunday and I, I got the opportunity to fight through all of them. But not everyone got that. So you have to be able to bring it from the get-go. You have to be in competition shape. Um, so I think it is important to compete throughout the year. And just, and just keep yourself on your toes. So I haven't decided which ones and it will be based on the Open. But um, I think we'll sit down after the Open once that's in and really like plan out our season awesome well yeah. i'm looking forward to what you've got planned or going to execute over the next couple of years yeah. i think i think uh watching you especially like i said during that like couplet event there's there's like a fire there in terms of like a competitive drive and like actual capacity that a lot of people don't necessarily have or maybe even don't even notice but i thought it was i thought that was really cool and i'm interested Thanks. to see where that goes down yeah the line. appreciate that yeah thank, thank you Catherine.